Hey, it's Still Sober with John Rabin. Hi, everybody. This is episode 190. I was just going to fuck around, to be honest with you, on this episode of uh, this diary, this audio diary entry that I do weekly. If you're a sober person, I hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, I hope you're staying sane. And I was just, like I said, I'm just, I was just going to fuck around. I was just going to talk some shit, like I do, about different things, and uh, just kind of let you know how my week goes. And I'm still probably going to, I'm still going to do that. Um, but before, like right before I sat down to record, I looked at my phone, because I was waiting to get off work, right? So it's like a couple minutes left. Hey, let's look at news. Let's see what's going on. And I saw that... Uh, um, Mark Lanigan died, and that just, that's a bummer, man. Um, Mark Lanigan is the lead, was the lead singer of The Screaming Trees, which if you've been a longtime listener of this podcast, I've referenced The Screaming Trees more than once, um, just almost to a point, to a confusing level of, uh, of use their music as the intro and outro of the podcast. And I, I'm going to be honest, I, I'm pretty sure, and I switched because, you know, it's like, uh, what a copyright licensing, blah, blah, blah. But uh, at this point, man, I'm going to, I'm, I'm bringing, uh, I'm going to at least outro this podcast with uh, the Screaming Trees again. I'm just going to bring that back. I don't, I don't give a shit. It's at the end. Like, if you're going to try to, you know, nobody's coming after me. It's it's fine. It's like people like, you know, it's like pe- uh, pe- people afraid of being canceled who nobody gives a shit about, you know, like your coworker or somebody you know that nobody cares about and goes, oh, I'll, I'll, I won't be able to say what I want. Nobody cares what you say, Phil. Nobody's coming after you. Same thing with this. I, you know, it's being nice, being, you know, I'm wanted to be legal, um, but I don't care now. I'm just gonna, uh, gotta use, uh, gotta use Lanigan as my as my outro music again, because um, it fits really well. And uh, I love that dude, man. And uh, he's 57. I was like, what happened? Well, they're not, they're not saying. It's like, uh, please, you know give the family their privacy which the thing is is that he uh he he lived a hard life man he he you know drugs and alcohol and fights and craziness and um and then he was sober there at the end so it could be you know that's the thing this could you know is this an od is it a suicide is it health issues we don't know and it's uh, frankly none of our business what should happen is people go who the fuck is mark lanigan and then look up his music, he's got uh, several albums of a solo career. Um, he has collaborated with m- so many different groups. And, of course, there's the, uh, you know, the last two Screaming Tree album, Trees albums you, you should totally check out. He was a member of Queens of the Stone Age during that era where they broke so like like songs for the deaf 
He's he wrote and he sang on a couple of like there's a couple of the songs you're like uh, who's that? That's not uh, Josh Hall, homie. Um, you know when Dave Grohl was playing with them, like the you know Lanigan was was on there, and uh, and I highly recommend his uh, autobiography, his memoir, um, which should you know the audio book. It's what you know, so he does the narration because the guy was in the middle of all of it. Uh, if you're into that, if you're into the grunge era type music, um, you should totally check it out. So the only two people left, man, is Mark Arm with Mud Honey and Eddie Vedder, and Pearl Jam. Jeez, I don't want to be mean, but Eddie Vedder is just still going. You know why? Because mediocrity lives forever. That's why. <laughs> Not a fan. Not a fan. It's fine. Sorry, there's a there's a little. Uh, I'm not implying anything. I'm just saying. I heard enough of Pearl Jam from '92 to '97 and on, as they continue to overplay his the the first album even today. So enough. But R.I.P. Mark Lanigan, man. Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, you're like, I want to listen to something different. Well, go check him out. Check out his stuff. So, other than that, other than that, I'm I'm doing okay. Hope you're doing all right. It's my my dad's birthday, and uh, I had a had had a car issue, so I didn't know if I could get um, to go drive about an hour away from uh, from where I lived to, to eat lunch and just kind of basically give him bought him a couple of jack reacher books and i'm like here read these because he's rereading his louis l'amour books again i'm like geez again he's owned them for like 40 years um but it was one of those things where i was like well you know the car trouble which it, it ended up being resolved um but i'm like well, i may have to miss it you know i don't want to have to rent a car just to eat lunch but but then you start thinking you know my dad's older it's like what if this is what you get you know what if something happens then you weren't there for his birthday because you didn't you know you didn't want to put forth an effort or you didn't want to try and so i was glad i i went and it was uh it was great um but that you know it brings up an an idea that it's like you know that that we never know, like for all of us, we never know how long we have in this world. So it's almost like everybody you care about, you should think about that. That, uh, you know, never miss an opportunity to hang out with those that you care about. And, uh, and I like that sentiment. However, I like being at home a lot. So it almost, what I've done with that is just reduce the number of people that I care about in my life. <laughs> Let's tighten the circle. No, it's bring it, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in, which is going uh, contrary to what my wife wants because she came in to, uh, to the office and I was watching YouTube 
I wasn't watching. No, I wasn't watching YouTube. I was watching. Uh, I was on Paramount Plus. Inside the NFL, which has like the like mic'd up and like that NFL film style. So I was watching the Super Bowl, but in that style. This is like three days after the Super Bowl. And she caught me watching the Super Bowl again, essentially. And she just looked at me and she goes, you need to get another hobby. You need to meet, you need to go out and meet a friend. You need to reconnect with friends. You need to do something. <laughs> I'm like, what? And I'm like, and, you know, it's going to be, and she's just like, it's going to be a long time till se- September when football gets back. What the fuck are you going to do? And she's got a point. So, you know, I don't know about, you know, I got enough friends. I don't need to meet any new ones. So I'll either need to reconnect with the ones that I have or do what she says, which is get another hobby. Get some kind of pastime. Because uh, I sure as shit not going to go out and go to an open mic and try out comedy with a bunch of, you know, people I don't know, a bunch of kids where there's no audience and we're in a, you know, a barely functioning bar that's, you know, that, that was dumb enough to go, yeah, an open mic, that'll bring people in. Sure, let's agree to do that. I'm not going to do that. I got to figure out something else. I am doing comedy this week, though, on Friday night, which depends on when you hear this. It's the 25th. Um, I'm actually going to be at Sure Thing uh, at Fallout Theater. Here in Austin, Texas, it's uh, it's just doing like a 10 minute spot. It's not anything big, um, but it's just something, you know, it's nice to get out, you know, and uh, be on a show with some people that I know and, you know, try out uh, a little bit of new stuff, but really just kind of talk shit. It's uh, kind of a more what I have planned is doing some old jokes, but then also a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that I've um it's like modified crap that I've said on here. And like, well, let's, let's, can we take you going off on that and format it into something that people in an audience will actually appreciate? I don't know. We'll see. I guess. But yeah, so that's, so I'm technically, I'm going out this weekend. You know, and then I went, you know, went out of town last weekend so it's like i'm a little social i guess here's the thing that i didn't realize when i was younger so let's say about 20 years ago that's younger right 20 years ago you know i'm doing comedy and you know people and i saw you know people would just drop out of the scene and it's not just comedy it's also in the bar life the you know the regulars that you would see, um, they would get married or get into a serious relationship and then they disappear. And I thought at the time that that was just people going, you know, getting into a relationship, like dudes getting into a relationship and serious about that and, 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 uh, or in, trapped where they can't go out because I was comparing it to my first marriage, which was, you know, uh, which was what it was. And, you know, just 
one of those things where they would like to come out, but because they've got, you know, they've committed and, you know, into a long-term serious relationship, they're not wanting to do that, not wanting to go out, you know, because they don't want to upset them. That's, and maybe that, that is the case with some, but I can tell you that I think for a lot of people and for what it is for me, you know, clearly it's also, it's because I don't drink anymore, but also when you're married and you're older, you don't have that weird void inside of you and some kind of crazy FOMO, you know, I don't want to be here alone crap that's going on. You're there with somebody that you care about and it's like, hey, we're here together. We don't have to go do shit that we don't want to do just because it's like, well, I can't stay at home. You know, I'm bored. Being bored with somebody else is way better than being bored by yourself. And it's just like, it's really easy to not have to go out and not have to interact with other people when you're with your partner. You're like, yeah. Yeah, are you good with the, let's just, like even if you're both doing something, you know, she's watching some murder, you know, listening to some murder podcast while surfing on the internet and I'm in the other room playing Xbox or whatever the fuck. Like even that, we're, we're both together. It's like, it's together. Now, I know she's over there, so if I need to go talk, you know, talk some about something random, I can just go over there and, oh, this is funny, blah, 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 blah. Or, you know what I just heard, or, you know what I thought about. Like, you can just, you know, annoy them with the, your thoughts as opposed to the cat that won't listen to you. There's something, yeah. So, I, it's like the only reason to go out is if you really want to and if you really need to, I guess. So, that's, I mean that's that's what it's that's what it is, right? Sorry, I paused there. Uh, it's really windy outside. We just got hit with the uh, the cool front came in, um, which explains why it's been eighty five fucking degrees for the past two days. Um, because it was like, oh, it's see how hot it is. It's because there's something coming. Uh, it's the the you know you're gonna get two days of winter. Everyone freak out. And then it'll be 70 again. Texas, man. Oh, so there was this moment when I was visiting with my dad and my stepmom and my brother and his wife. We're just talking about, we spent a lot of time talking about the pandemic and about dumb things. And it's interesting to be in a position to go, oh, let's let's see what my uh, family does and does not know <laughs> about a lot of things and it's fine but um but we got on to talking about other things going on with like lockdown and quarantine what it you know the side effect and it came on to like drug overdoses and so of course i just kick right on and I start talking about 
all the because what it was is I had to explain to my sister-in-law um, the clarification of what I talked about last week. It's nice timing about how um, the Biden administration did not provide crack pipes with their grant. It was not crack pipes. It was actually something dumber. Like I almost, the more and more I think about it, it actually makes slightly more sense to give out pipes than to give out safe smoking kits, in my opinion. Safe smoking kits is a waste of money. And if you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's that's ridiculous. Go listen to the episode last week and you'll see what I'm talking about. I kind of I went a little bit more into it. Anyway, it's fine. I, anyway, I got to go into that whole thing. And I'm going into that spiel and then I'm going into, you know, how the, the funds could be better for, you know, naloxone um, and to uh, provide um, fentanyl testing strips and how um, actual junkies are not the ones dying from fentanyl overdoses it's actually people who just dabble in you know who just like to have a good time like you know young people and people who do not do drugs all the time but who you know just wanted to do a little bit of ecstasy and then it's like oh guess what there was also fentanyl in it now you're dead and and i was go- so i was going into talking about how like junkies don't die from from fentanyl as often because of tolerance and I'm and I'm going into a little bit more detail than I needed to and I looked at the just the blank kind of a little bit of uh like on my dad and my stepmom's face and I'm like oh right yeah we're in we're in my lane this is not small town Texas lane this is the uh this is uh this is the lane that maybe I should have kept vague. It's like my family supported me and known that I had problems and that, uh, you know, that I was a drug addict and I needed to go to, uh, you know, needed to go to rehab and all that other stuff. But there's a lot of stuff you could have just left, uh, you know, just leave it vague. You don't have to go into details there, John. I'm like, all right, my bad, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. And I just kind of backed off a little bit, but it is one of those things that it's just like you just you forget that a lot of the things that you experience and you know about and the tendencies, it's 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 interesting information that, you know, people are curious about. But it's um, some things you don't necessarily need to volunteer. You know, it's not necessarily pertinent to the, um, you know, just the um, dinner uh, conversation. Um Let's go into overdoses, pass the peace. It's not good. It's not the best uh, idea. So that, um, one last thing I'll say. One, one, one last thing I'll say. No, one, uh, one other thing I, I wanted to talk, talk to you about that, uh, that I realized was that when I went through that car situation where it didn't start for a day is the short end of it. Um, but then the next day I did some things and got it started and and it's running fine. Um, but it, it was such a bad Friday last Friday when the, you know, I was trapped at work or had to leave it at work and, um, just, you know, threw everything off and 
I was just, it was not great, not having a good, was, you know, I had a bad day. So I came home and I was just like, uh, grumbly. I was by myself because my wife was out with friends. And it just, I don't know, it, it was funny. This is funny because I came to this moment where I wanted a cigarette. And, you know, if, uh, if I had cigarettes there, would have smoked one. Maybe a couple, but probably just one. Probably wouldn't have even finished it. But that's what I wanted. I wanted about half a cigarette. And that's uh, eh, fine. You know, I've, I've gotten to the, you know, this has been, I've been, you know, I've been sober. I'll be sober 10 years in September, Right. I hit my 10 year in September. And so I know the whole deal. I know the whole mentality. You know, I've, I've dealt with this a while, but it was, it was interesting to me. So, it, you know, it, it's that feeling it passes. You just, you know, you let it pass. You don't dwell on it and you keep going, you know, especially since I can just vape. It's like, all right, is it a nicotine kick? Then just vape, bro. Um, what I found interesting about it for me is that that's where I'm at almost 10 years later in my sobriety is that because, you know, I over, you know, I beat the, uh, the, the alcohol addiction, the drug addiction, and then I, you know, then I quit cigarettes because I quit cigarettes the more recent of the three there, it's the one, it's the closest one. It's almost like a barrier. This weird psychological barrier that it's, ne it's, it's never occurred to me to go get drugs, even if I knew how to in this day and age. It's never occurred to me to where it's readily available, I just, I have no desire to drink and it's never occurred to me to, you know, maybe go that route again. But that when things get really, when I get really stressed out and shit really gets real, that my, my, my thought is, how about a cigarette? That that's the buffer now. The uh, the uh, harmful but way less harmful thing of the three, and uh, and it's nice. So I don't know if that's next necessarily a, um, a a tactic. Something you need to check out. Here's something you should do: try <laughs> start smoking. Are you trying to stay sober? Start smoking. Have you ever smoked before? No. Well, start and then quit. And then maybe that will be your obsession instead of the, uh, the alcohol that you're trying to quit. I don't know that that's necessarily a tactic, but it's a nice byproduct of how things have worked out for me over the you know, 10 years that I've, I've worked on and I've progressed through that that's the one. That that's what I got to worry about. That if you know, because that's a that's a way easier. That's a that's a that's a way shorter fall. Oh no, I had a cigarette. Well, 
let's just go back to vaping. It's a, man, that's way better. I'm really thrilled with that. So things have been going great. I don't know if that's even helpful for you to go, oh, that's nice. It, hopefully it encourages you to hey, keep going and things can get to a point where your biggest issue is, what if I start smoking cigarettes again? Or what if I have a cigarette? I'm going to smell. I'll need to brush my teeth and wash my hands because I really don't know how I, I smelled like smoke that long. I mean, a long fucking time because it's, you know, it bugs me when I smell people who aren't even close to me, but I can smell them smoking. I'm like, Jesus, guys. I mean, I know I did it for 22 years, but fuck. 20 years. All right. Appreciate it. Um, stillsoberpod at gmail.com for any questions or comments that are positive to neutral. And we will see you next week. Later. Bye. For the skin. Come back down to earth again. The cold is creeping deep inside. Disconnect the telephone.